In the rapidly changing world, healthcare needs are constantly evolving and clinicians need to find new ways to deliver care. And often the best way to do that is by looking back. Without Marie Curie, there would be no pioneering improvements to medical imaging today. If Edward Jenner didn't inoculate a 13-year-old with cowpox, there wouldn't even be a space for Professor Ian Fraser's cervical cancer vaccine. Our clinicians are standing on the shoulders of those who came before them, learning, growing and advancing. Hindsight isn't 2020. It's our future. As the saying goes, teamwork makes the dream work, and there's no truer place that that is on display than in healthcare. Working across professions, boundaries, and care settings, these services are partnering with consumers and jurisdictions to innovate care that is truly patient-centred. Another candidate for best title is Sandra Garner's talk about how the Queensland Ambulance Service is responding to people experiencing a mental health crisis. But enough from me, I need to stop. So you can listen about how QAS is collaborating to improve care. I'm the statewide mental health program coordinator for the Queensland Ambulance Service and it's an absolute privilege to be here today to talk with health colleagues about this important initiative that is a collaboration between the Queensland Ambulance Service and Queensland Health. So since the Queensland Ambulance Service joined Queensland Health in a Brady Bunch style kind of step sibling kind of relationship now, it's afforded the opportunity to have some fantastic innovations and opportunities for collaboration. So I was quite excited to come to speak today to you about this collaboration. So today I wanted to talk about what the QAS is doing with Queensland Health to address an ongoing problem for both the sectors, which is how we respond to people who are experiencing a mental health crisis. So every year in Queensland, or last year in Queensland, sorry, over 60,000 people called triple zero services experiencing a mental health crisis situation. So these are 60,000 Queenslanders who were having the worst day of their life. Most of these were taken to a local emergency department and the majority of those were taken involuntarily. This was a problem for lots of people. This was a problem for EDs who might not be the most appropriate place to take people who are experiencing a mental health crisis. Considering that a mental health crisis could be anything from an exacerbation of an existing mental illness to a domestic situation, to a situational crisis, to a suicidal crisis, the presentations are, are as heterogeneous as, as all of us in the room here today. And the presentations were all, all different. And... EDs were reporting that they felt very ill-equipped to deal with that heterogeneous problem that was presenting to them on a daily basis, especially after hours. If you're having a, a, a crisis and you need to see a social worker, the hospital is a great place to be if it's between 9 and 5. But at 3am, not all hospitals are able to provide that service, unfortunately. 
We also knew from our consumers and carers that the ED was sometimes not the best place to be if you're experiencing a crisis. So wait times for a mental health assessment was often exceeding eight hours, which for the administrators in the room would blow out any KPI and was also uh, further stigmatising for people as well who are experiencing that mental health crisis situation. So... This was a problem for lots of people. So it was a problem for consumers, it was a problem for the emergency departments, and it was also a problem for the Queensland Ambulance Service. We knew from our paramedics that they often experienced some difficulties in responding to people who are experiencing a mental health crisis situation. This is a, a grey area of healthcare provision. Paramedics are really great with breaks and aches and itches and stitches, trauma. But when it comes to people having a mental health crisis, paramedics report to us that this is a real area that they feel very ill-equipped to deal with it. There's 4,500 paramedics who are responding to people with mental health crisis across the state. And we knew that upskilling these people to be able to attend to this volume was going to be difficult and we needed to think outside the box of how we could provide support and assistance to our paramedics and emergency dispatchers, enabling them to have an appropriate response to people who are experiencing this mental health crisis. This gave us an opportunity to think outside the box and to partner with Queensland Health to come up with two quite different initiatives to support our paramedics and our emergency medical dispatchers in responding to people with mental health crisis. So the first was an important collaboration with Queensland Health and it looked at providing mental health support and assistance in the operation centre. So this was the mental health liaison service. So Queensland Health provided us with five incredibly experienced mental health clinicians and also access to the statewide mental health database, so SIMA. So they were able to have access to information and they work in the operations centre. So they work from 8am till midnight every day and paramedics can call in to the service and receive information that will support their clinical decision making on the ground. The mental health clinician's role is to support and assist decision making. It's not to replace decision making. And so their job is to find appropriate pathways to care, to link in with the local mental health service or to find appropriate care alternatives to going to an emergency department. These clinicians in the operations centre have had an enormous amount of success statewide and we're finding that paramedics in rural and remote areas and outside of the southeast corner are finding the service particularly important in their provision of service. So they are able to help navigate through the mental health system, support appropriate decision making and develop efficient and effective ways to dispatch ambulances to people who are experiencing that mental health crisis situation. They're also able to call scenes and able to provide additional support and assistance to people so that we can get the most effective and efficient use of resources across the system. So the second initiative that we're doing at the Queensland Ambulance Service is an initiative which involved a collaboration with three HHSs in the southeast corner, so that's Gold Coast, West Morton and uh, Metro South, and that was mental health QAS co-responders. Co-responders, the, the literature tells us that co-responders are in a very unique position to support somebody who's in a mental health crisis situation. And we know that if they have that appropriate access to care at that crisis time, that their trajectory to recovery is exponentially improved. 
So it was really important that we got co-responders right. So we also knew that there were a lot of barriers in ED and that for a person with a mental health crisis to present to an emergency department would mean an excessive wait time and also probably not have access to the most appropriate services in a timely manner. We also engaged with consumers and carers as well to ask them what they wanted from an emergency response service and they were very keen to tell us that it was important to have a discreet response. Lighting up the street like a parade with lights and sirens wasn't something that they wanted but they also very much appreciated the fact that triple zero was a very reassuring place to be able to call to be able to get assistance in that crisis situation. We developed, we had a look at literature, we had a look at what was happening around the world and interstate. So the Queensland Police Service has co-responders working within the police service. They're interstate, both New South Wales and Victoria are trialling mental health co-responders and as are London. So we had a look at those models, all of them are, are still in their trial phase. Um, but we knew that we wanted to trial something new. We wanted to trial a system that was responsive to what we knew uh, and what the consumers and carers were saying. So it was very important for us in Queensland Ambulance Service co-responder model to be a first response. So this way we can create efficiencies. So it's a single unit responding to a person's mental health crisis. We knew that it needed to be a health response. So we wanted to ensure that a person had a thorough and appropriate physical assessment as well. It needed to be timely and appropriate. So it needed to be within, within the limits that we could dispatch an ambulance to. It needed to be consumer focused and it needed to be clearly a collaborative approach between the local HHS and the Queensland Ambulance Service. So this saw us pair a senior mental health clinician from the HHS with a local area response unit paramedic to respond to people who are experiencing a mental health crisis. So every day in the West Morton, Metro South and Gold Coast areas, we have units that can respond to people in a mental health crisis and receive all of these things. So a paramedic unit will arrive and they will be able to provide a thorough assessment of somebody's physical ailments, if there are any. Then the mental health clinician will be able to do a thorough mental health and mental state and risk assessment, the same assessment that would happen in an emergency department. And the paramedic and the mental health clinician can come up with a collaborative treatment plan for this person, which is looking at the most appropriate pathway. Consumers and carers are benefiting from this because they can use their own resources. They can use what's available to them on the ground. The collaboration with the HHS is essential because the HHS can, if necessary, provide follow-up. And it is an incredibly important that it is that first response as well. So what's working well? The collaboration is amazing and every clinician from the HHS and our paramedic that works on the services, this is the best job in health. We are providing appropriate and timely responses. We are providing the same type of assessment that would happen in an emergency department. Something that we didn't anticipate is that what we're hearing from our paramedics is an increased confidence and skills in being able to respond to people who are experiencing a mental health crisis. This is something that we never anticipated and the learning that's happened on the job could never be replicated in a classroom and it's been fantastic. The efficiencies throughout the health system are being calculated through our valuation process and our engagement with stakeholders and community has been essential. So this is some of the how we've gone so far. 
So in the first six months of the program, we yeah, responded to just over 650. Of those 650 people that were seen, 70% of those people were kept in their own home. 76% of those people would have gone to hospital involuntarily without the use of the co-responder. So in 2,560 hours, we have saved the health system. The flow-on effects have been amazing. So what we found and what we realise is that this is a very important concept from the incredibly wise oracle of the late 90s, vanilla ice, that it is really important to stop what we're doing and have a look at a problem from lots of different perspectives. It's really important to collaborate and listen to how everybody can contribute to that way and that we can develop systems and processes to, to modify how we do things and what we do by what, making sure that we listen to everybody and by listening to consumers and carers but also listening to the clinicians on the ground that are delivering the service that we yeah, can provide something which is having essentially fantastic outcomes for everybody involved. So thank you very much. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.